재미와 지식의 오디오라이프 팝빵 Bringing you stimulating discussions on current affairs Discover the best of news and current affairs Primetime on TBS EFM Oxford Muse Foundation, acclaimed philosopher and historian uh, who has engaged in a lifetime of philosophical study in search of what indeed is a full and flourishing life. Hello. Hello, and good evening to you. Well, thank you so much for uh, joining us, sir. Uh, I want to talk about your latest book, Hidden Pleasures of Life. It was published here in Korea, in Korean, uh, in mid-December last year. And, and it's a fascinating look. Each of the uh, 28 chapters considers a question, for example, what is the greatest adventure of our time? What is the point of working so hard? Uh, this most recent book, uh, Hidden Pleasures of Life, what motivated you to write it? And what type of message do you hope the uh, readers of your book get? Well, I've spent my life studying what humans have done all over the world in different centuries, in different civilizations. And it seems to me that it is not enough to just describe what they have done. It's necessary to ask this question of the present. Have we learned any lessons from the past? And above all, are we fully alive? Are you 20% alive or 50% alive? And what does it mean to be fully alive? And uh, the modern modernity and fashion mm. suggests you just keep up with the present. And my view is that um, every human being is full of ideas and prejudices and fears and superstitions which come from many distant parts, uh, many civilizations, many centuries ago. And so we have to reconsider how we can avoid making the same mistakes as we made in the past. Right. I understand in the past you have said that uh, people may uh, waste some of their time uh, with things like uh, meditation and mindfulness, and and they should stop trying to, uh, I guess, be in that mindset of clearing your minds. Uh, Why do you feel that things like meditation may not be effective? This uh, this appeared in, on the internet. A one sentence which I mm-hmm. said at a, at a speech in a speech, and what I am saying is that it is all very well to be mindful and to try and uh, clear one's brain, but then comes the question of what you will put in the in your brain to replace the anxieties and fears that you have, and therefore beyond mindfulness, I want to thoughtfulness. How can you think and what should you think about? That is a great problem. What should you talk about? Right. That's the question instead of wasting your time. Right. Uh, in terms of a uh, model of behavior, and as, as you say, everyone has their own fears and their prejudices, and they might even have their own uh, moral code. Uh, what is a model of behavior you feel is worth holding up? <laughs> 
I feel what distinguishes humans is their curiosity and their occasional courage. Because if we had not this, we would still be living in forests and uh, eating vegetables. And uh, what we have done is said, look, things do not have to be the way they are. Things are not what they appear to be. We are curious. And therefore, I stress above all the development of curiosity, which every baby has. Every baby wants to know what's going around. But then we suppress our curiosity and we make everybody into a specialist who can speak only about a very small number of things. And I, to be fully alive to me means to, be, to comprehend the whole world as much as possible. It is something that I think many of us here in Korea strive for as well, Mr. Zeldin. And and one of the um, issues that a lot of people have, your book is uh, popular here in the country and it is translated in Korean. Many people have read it. But this idea of positive thinking and trying to be healthier, more productive and ultimately happier. Unfortunately, the reality in South Korea is that uh, perhaps it is one of the more miserable nations, especially among wealthier nations. If you look at OECD countries, South Korea has the highest suicide rate and that's been an uh i suppose a, a, a bad distinction running for the past 12 years do you have any suggestions as to from what you've been able to observe of south korea and why koreans tend to be so unhappy uh, south korea has been an extremely successful country um in the last 20 30 years it has become after being very poor it has become very rich and you have discovered the dangers of just becoming very rich and devoting oneself totally to material success. So now you are entering a new phase, which all the Western world has already uh, entered, and you therefore have a new ambition. And what what can that be? And it seems to me that um, you depend on exports, Mm. But very few people in the countries which buy your exports know much about you. And if I had a mission to give Koreans, I would say make friends with one person from every country in the world. Mm. And you will discover that the world is much more complicated than than, uh, you believe. That Everybody has wrong opinions about you. And therefore, for me, the essence is to establish the world on a new with on a new direction not by economics or politics or the usual um, solutions for our remedies but by friendships between two people and friendships between men and women and uh, this is the the beginning of a better relationship of better I emphasize relationships as being the next phase of development um, in our attempts to be a society which feels that it is doing something with its life. It is great advice. Uh, when when we think of happy countries here in Korea, and even if you use the metrics of these various surveys like the happiness index and what have you, uh, often it, it, it appears to be that countries in Scandinavia, whether it's Finland, Norway, Sweden, uh, they seem to have something or, or, or uh, they're on to something where uh, they have a populace uh, 
that is relatively uh, wealthy materially, but also in terms of their uh, mental well-being, uh, they also seem to uh, be fairly happier than the rest of the the world, including South Korea. Would you say that those those countries in Scandinavia have sort of uh, a, a correct formula? I don't believe in happiness. Happiness is the religion of our time. Mm-hmm. But how can you be happy when there is so much suffering and so many wars in the world? It means to be happy is to be satisfied with oneself. Mm. And the person who is fully alive is one who appreciates, understands, and has affections for other people. In other words, to move away from the philosophy of modernity, one has got to be interested in other people rather than in oneself. It is impossible to know oneself. One has all sorts of illusions about oneself. And the, the, the great challenge is to understand, appreciate because other people, because what people want above all is to be understood, right. to be appreciated, and indeed to, have, to be loved. And how can one give that? Philosophically speaking, because you gave that great advice about how every Korean should make a friend with uh, every other uh, citizen in every other country in the world, kind of dispel some of the misunderstandings and, and, and try to also gain a greater understanding. What do you make of this uh, more recent phenomenon we've been seeing in, in Europe, uh, in the UK, in uh, other parts of the world, in the United States, this sort of more nativist kind of anti-immigrant uh, 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 backlash that uh, perhaps is going running counter to some of the uh, philosophies that you've been advocating? Yes, it shows the despair of people who have not succeeded in the hunt for for wealth. Um, in many parts of uh, England and uh, Scotland and so on are, are suffering. And it's the same in the United States where all the people in industries which have collapsed um, are doing badly. And therefore this search for wealth as a solution for our problems has left many people behind and uh, they are going into a phase of saying well perhaps it was better in the old time Mm. the old time was not better the old time was full of suffering also Um, it is fear that has overcome the western world and it is very important that people in the eastern world should not repeat the same uh, tragedy definitely in terms of uh, your work uh, and this new year, 2017, uh, what do you hope to accomplish? Uh, any other uh, works, books that we should look forward to in the future? Yes, I would be very interested in collaboration with you. I am taking one of the cities of England, which is one of the most unhealthy cities, one of the most deprived with lots of problems, and I'm seeing whether one can make a city understand each other, get to know each other, remove the isolation, discover the talents which are not developed, and by talking to each person, um, having conversations between people who don't know each other, um, giving, making people say what they want others to understand about them. So in other words, look at uh, humanity in the same way as science has looked at the natural world. That is to say molecule by molecule. Each person is a molecule with many complexities inside him. And uh, if you would like in Korea 
to do a similar experiment with one town, with one city, and say, what can we do in this town to make everybody in it feel that they are being listened to? People feel now that nobody cares about them. Sounds like a fascinating study, and uh, we do hope maybe people listening here in Korea uh, take, take that suggestion to heart and uh, come up with an experiment similar uh, to your own. We're going to have to leave it there. Mr. Zeldin, thank you so much for your time. Appreciate it, and uh, good luck to you. It's a pleasure to talk to you. All the best. Bye.